What up, the world? It's your man, Jay Liggs, and you are back rocking with the Culture Cure. We apologize for our absence next week. You know, it's... Um, last, last week. Yeah, I said last week. You did say the next. Oh, <laughs> I'm sleepy. So we apologize for our absence last week. I'm sorry. And, um, you know, things happened. Some momentum strip things happened on my behalf. And, um, yeah, we didn't make it here. So, yeah, we're back. And um, also, we're on a different day today. But this is not our day. We will be back next week on Thursday. Ladies, how y'all doing? All right? well, thank you for letting us know that. Hey, you, you know when when I know. So yeah, hey, how are you doing? Y'all right? How was your week? I'm good. Mm. I'm also very tired. Um, had a full weekend as we all did, and still have not quite had a chance to relax and catch up. But you know, hanging in there. You still people what you did this weekend? I, I mean, I was gonna let you do it since. No, are you good? Sure. So um, this past weekend, the the three of us, um, Jeff. Aaron and myself, we are youth workers with our church. And so we took the kids on a winter retreat um, up near Lake Michigan. It was a lot of fun. It was from Friday evening until maybe Sunday afternoon. So getting up early, going to bed late, going to bed late, <laughs> keeping track of kids, um, just just a lot of work, but all in all, it was a really great experience. Um, you know, anyone who works with kids and has that dedication and love for working with children and being a mentor will understand that while tiring, it is very rewarding. So yeah, I'm sure fun. we all had a great time, but we tired. <laughs> Did Aaron, you have a good you have, time? You have, to follow, you have something to follow up with that. You shed a cup of tears this weekend. Did, oh, I did. Yeah, mm. you did. It was, it was emotional. You know... <laughs> <laughs> For that and other things, but continue. Them kids are something else, man. Yeah. Touching your heart. Yeah. About to pop you out of cue. A couple. Didn't even though I have one. <laughs> yeah. I, I did think you would have grinned sometimes. Did you just? You said pop out one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you agree, so we're gonna continue on. I, um, I was. Didn't. You did. You was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I was with them, and um, it was an amazing weekend as always. Oh, yeah. Um, I have younger kids that I've been taking, so yeah, you do. They're they're crazy. <laughs> Like <laughs> crazy, the things that was shocker. Man, they're they're crazy. How but, young though? Uh, I think the youngest is like twelve, 12 right? eleven. No, I'll take them younger. I don't. I'm the renegade because we don't have me. Well, we have more youth this year, but we we're growing. You know, with Mike. So mm-hmm. if I can get them, you know, if it's somebody that I know I can handle, and mm-hmm. if I have enough youth workers, then I'm gonna take them. You know, at this point, we don't have anything for. I probably won't go no, no younger than maybe like nine or ten or something like that because. They understand. No, don't stop. So, um, yeah. Say but it was, nine is a stretch. No, I got, a, I got, a, I got a couple of nines. That's, that's really that's with it, and I, I take them. If you, it's nine so. years old. It's cooking full, full meals nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So that's honest. So, but yeah, so it was cool. I yeah, appreciate it. However, um, how was your week? That was my week. <laughs> I was with you. Oh, we was gone. That for two was weeks, the week. Though. And uh, yeah, that's all I can remember right now. But however, it was it was crazy. Um, did everybody vote yesterday? I sure did. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Cool. I already went off on a couple people for not voting. I mean, I get it. Look, no, no, I totally get it. As long as they do what they need to do in November is all I. Because to, to be honest, there's so many candidates. Some people was like, "Listen, I'm just going Democratic." So. Whatever. But a lot of people dropped out was by the it, time it was time for it, us on, to vote. Michigan? They were still on, on the ballot, but you're an that idiot because I mean, why would you I know, vote for them if they're not? I get that. However, <laughs> I bet you people know, still did because mm-hmm. people don't read or watch you, the news. Right. But however, <laughs> at the end of the day, you the primary is just more so selecting the Democratic candidate. Well, my argument really quick, 
for the person I was arguing with who did not vote, you actually had a couple of other things to vote for based on where Facts. you live. Yeah. So, and that actually determined a lot of them, like where, like, you know, who gets money, like the DIA was on my mm -hmm. ballot, like whether or not they get more money to like do free things for kids, give them free mm -hmm. transportation, free admission, stuff like that. Um, you Some get to vote like on what they do with funds. So yeah, November matters. But, but see, I think that's the problem is that those points are not, you know, brought to light. You know, we're not we're not talking about the different proposals and things that are on the ballots. We're just talking about the candidates. And if you're not really into politics and following it, and that's what I, one of the things I want to start doing, especially on the show as we progress, is um, the different uh, areas that we're in or that we're, we have listeners or whatever. I'm going to start, like, bringing to the floor the topics of, of that are being discussed on the ballot because I, I didn't even know some of them things was on there until I got in, into the voting Right, booth. I didn't either. So, you know, that that's the thing, too. And to be honest, at the end of the day, the president, of course, matters, as we see. But locally is where you can really Thank affect you. things. Right. So we and I don't think we show up like we're supposed to locally. I agree. And I, I want to make an effort to start, you know, pushing the, the directives and the things that are going on locally, right. you know, in the metro area. So because they expect the president to be like a miracle worker. And that's right. not how this works. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. So you you want to hit your bell? <laughs> All right. Well. Um, so we don't get caught up in time like we typically do because it's always a fun time with you all. We have a special guest. Um, sarcasm? <laughs> it could be taken that way, <laughs> but no, it's, it's a great time. We have a special a special guest in the building, my friend, my brother, uh, Ron Dance. I know a lot of people you may know him for being a heavy hitter, a hostess with the mostest, <laughs> doing big things in the city. And I wanted to bring him on because he's taking a different lane in life. You know, he's created his own lane to make it a career. And uh, with the like, I've been watching TV lately. Like, you can make a career out of building Legos now. You can make mm -hmm. a career out of anything. And I just wanted him to come and kind of inspire some of the followers, the kids, the youth, the young, the adults. There's some people out here that still trying to figure it out themselves. Mm -hmm. And just to kind of tell his story and, and, and inspire some people. All right, Ron. Well, I appreciate welcome, it. Thank welcome. you for having me. First and foremost, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. But before we go any further, you got to explain this bell to me. What's the bell? Name? <laughs> oh, ringing of the bell. It's what is just that? um. When we have a feel good moment or a taha, like. Oh, okay. Yeah, or when Aaron chooses to just ring right. the bell. Okay, well, let's get into this. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, thank you for having me. Like I said, it's thank a, you um, for definitely, definitely a privilege to be here with you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, I just think that when, when I did what I did, um, as far as creating something for myself, uh, I just wanted to do something different, and it was a lot harder than it was than I thought it'd be. Even when I first started and I knew that as I go on, I had to, you know, cut things out, bring things in. And I kind of like molded it into my own type of thing. But it all goes back to my original, my last job that I had. <laughs> I was working for Sprint PCS. Okay? <laughs> okay. That's how y'all met? <laughs> no. 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 Oh. <laughs> you used to work at Sprint? Yeah, ten, oh. almost 10 years. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, worked, I, I worked at the... Um, the Dearborn location. I on did you admit it? Really? <laughs> when did you leave? 204. Because you know Debbie. Yeah, I know Debbie very uh -huh. well. Yeah. Uh, 2008, <laughs> I want to say. 2008, I left. Came in right around the time you left. Two, <laughs> yeah, you probably took my spot. I probably did. <laughs> so. Um, Y'all love Sprint, don't you? Yeah. I mean, it was taking care of people back in the day. Yeah, it was It was good. I mean, people full benefits. 60, 70 grand. Yeah. You get your regular check whenever you work in, then you would get another check at the end of the month for everything you sold, like percentage of that. It was, it was, yeah, a, it was I, a come I know up. people that's making 60, 70, yeah. $80,000. I, I had a little just, side hustle going too. I hate going retail, to. though. With a you can't yeah. pay me to go back. Like, yeah. Yeah. But 
Continue. It worked for me at the time. <laughs> yeah. This is why I left. Yeah. So I'm in there, and I can't remember what my manager name was. Maybe Mike Donafrio. Oh, Donafrio. Hey, you gonna get first and last right. name? Yeah. Yeah. All about. He need to know. He needs to. He needs to hear. Mike, yeah, I had Mike. You had Mike. Yeah. He's the reason you quit. Yes. No, he's not the reason I quit. But what oh. happened was we, we used to call Mike. Uh, wouldn't stand up. He was yeah. like six nine. And he just, was six nine and just just he, horrible he wouldn't posture. Sta- wouldn't stand just up. The worst posture you've ever seen on a human being. So. <laughs> what we what I so um we had to wear the khaki pants and a black and shirt. black shirt. Okay, so this one day I came in with cargos, which is nothing but khakis with pockets on the side. Let's be honest, okay. Mm-hmm. And they wrote me up for it, like, yo, you out of dress code. So I'm like, I kind of see, you know, like you ever been in, at a job where when they want you gone, they're gonna find something. Yeah. yeah. Like no matter what, they're gonna find something. So right, I felt like I, I saw it coming, you know. And it was just the first time I ever got written up. But I, when they, they sat me down, and it was like, yo, this is what you went through. And I just went off. And I don't go off at all. Okay? I'm a very, very calm, mild-mannered person. I get mad probably three times a year. So that was your last day. I'm <laughs> last day. I was like, F you. Oh. F this job. Only thing you can do in this life is sell cell phones. Oh guys, got a bigger, guys got a bigger call for me in my life other yeah. than selling cell phones. I'm out. All right? Mm. With no That's plan, I had I had literally <laughs> no plan though. That was just that was all I emotion, just being upset. Like, how could you do something? What, what are these pockets on the side keeping me from doing? My, yeah. I'm still doing my yeah. job. Very very petty. So I'm out. So now I'm like, okay, mm. I got to figure this out. Now originally it was <laughs> shit got real when yeah, you when that you air hit. Thought it, about it, it like what I just do when that sun <laughs> yeah. that he normally don't feel hit his face. I got no well, job well, no more. A, well, wait a minute, it's listen. It got scary. So I was like, okay. What have I always wanted to do? That's my first. That's why I wanted to start it. I was like, let me let me do what I always wanted to do. Now I knew that I had unemployment for a while, so I knew I can I would have a small crush for <laughs> just a, just a little bit of time, you know, about six months. About six months, I would have a crutch, so I would use that crutch as me to just try things and whatever. So I ended up initially just making music. I always wanted to make music, so I started making oh, okay. music. Started making music like everybody else does, you know. Started making music. Started making music. <laughs> And I was halfway decent. Not good. Not good. Not good at all. Yeah. That's when I first started. Music. Okay, real real quick. Music as in like you made beats, you Bates. rap, you whatever sang. Whatever it took. Whatever it took to get a check. I needed a check. I didn't have, I didn't have no bills coming in. So if I had if I needed to make a beat, I, I taught myself everything. If I needed to make really? a beat, if I needed to rap, if I needed to do anything, I just was like, yo, this is what we need to do. Okay? I got a manager. I'm like, listen, I'm going to get a manager. We're not turning down no money. So if they want me to do whatever, we're doing it. Okay? <laughs> and this is self-talk. She was like, cool. Self-talk. Coming self-talk. In with the confidence, self-talk, right? Like. So the first one, the first album I put out, oh. eh, man, it didn't do very well. Okay? So then the six months ran out. I'm like, okay, now what? But I was like, I'm not working for anybody else again. I'm just not what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Things got way worse before they got better. So at that, in that time, I got a car repo. Okay, Jeez. had a Dodge Durango that got taken away from me. I got my evicted from my home, um, so I didn't have anywhere to live. Uh, I had gotten down to like eleven dollars in my account. I remember having eleven American dollars in my account, and, and I had to eat off that and and do whatever. I don't have any kids, still don't. Didn't have any then. So if I wasn't eating, it really was just me. That I, it was my, it was a time in my life where I could roll the dice because mm-hmm. I was only really responsible for myself. Mm-hmm. So it got really bad, lost everything, and uh, but I knew I didn't want to you know work for anybody. So that, that was like six months, but then uh, it took me another two and a half years before it started making sense. As far when I say making sense, I mean before money started coming in, I can live off myself, you know? And then once it started coming in, I was like, oh, okay, you can do this. So what I would say to people is that anybody who's becoming an entrepreneur, there is going to be a gray area, okay? That gray area is a different amount of time for everybody. If we all knew how long that gray area was, 
we all would do it because we would know, okay, yeah. I just got to sit through this for two, two years and then it's mm-hmm. on and popping. But nobody knows how long that gray area is. For some people, it's two, three months, six months. For some people like me, it's two, three years. For some people, it's eight years. Some people's 10 years. Some people. What did you make money off of in two never, and a half years? I'm going to get back to that. Okay. It never, it never, <laughs> it never made any sense. It, it never, it never makes sense to some people. It just doesn't click, which is fine. You know, don't feel like if you're pursuing something you want to do and it doesn't pop, Initially, don't feel like you failed. Just keep work, working. Sixty percent of the job is consistency. It's just showing up. It's that's, just that's just staying. Just, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Eventually, somebody's gonna get it. So, first album was the second mm-hmm. album. Okay, I was like, I'm gonna start working with better people. If I start working with better people, then iron sharpen iron. I'll get better at my job just being around better people. So I started running into my friend Rose Spit. I don't, I don't know if you guys are mm-hmm. uh, familiar with him. Uh, my friend Marv Marv One. My friend Black Milk. These are guys who just do do. Um, um, like uh, rap and mm-hmm. make beats and stuff, just mm-hmm. hanging out with them, and they were just teaching me this, do this, do this, small things. I got better. And the second album came out, and that one was all right. Okay, he got it. <laughs> this was a little bit better. So I started getting more and more people coming along. But I only wanted to make music. Third album comes, and now I'm working with better people. Now I'm working with like uh, Dwale. You mm-hmm. know, it's like I'm doing. I'm really kind of. Working with different people, different people, Mike Posner, different people like him. So now nice. it's now it's really, really making sense for me, you know. Mm. So the third album came out. It was it was a hit. Did very, very well. But through that, that was my vessel. And then these other things started coming my way. So then people started asking me to host parties. I had never hosted a party. Hosting a party was never a part of the deal. Mm-hmm. I did, that's not something that I want to do. But it's an opportunity that that came for me from doing something else. And I was like, y'all paying? It's like, yeah, of course. Come in. I'm, I'm here to make money, you know. So I started hosting. And really, the hosting thing was just something to hold me over in between albums, you know, just mm-hmm. so right. I wouldn't do that. But then I could start getting booked every weekend, every weekend, every weekend, every weekend. So I, and I could start hosting just all these parties. Everywhere, everywhere, hosting parties. Yeah, I've been to a few of them. Oh yeah, and then from hosting <laughs> parties, I started hoping like hosting like corporate events. You know, and oh. I look halfway decent in the suits. Now I'm hosting corporate events, and now I'm going hosting. I was hosting. You ever heard of Tough Mudder? Um, like mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I hosted that. Went on tour and was hosting with them in different places doing things. So I was like, it's a way to make money doing this, mm-hmm. and not necessarily have to, you know. Be like in a, in a, in, a, in a titty bar. Yeah. In a titty bar. Yeah. Okay. Say whatever you want. Oh, okay. All right. In a titty <laughs> bar and stuff like that. And I'm not knocking anybody who makes their money hosting titty bars, but that just wasn't for me personally mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I wanted to protect my brand and I wanted I didn't want my my brand doesn't represent that because I don't I'm not a person who frequents titty bars and mm-hmm. if you do no no hate here have fun because <laughs> I know women go more than men now yes so it's like. But it just really? wasn't. It, was, yes. it just wasn't for me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it just wasn't for me personally. You know. So what I did was I just was like let me just keep doing these corporate events, and then if you do well at these events, you know, the, even though the internet is popping, word of mouth is still yeah not bad. So mm-hmm. people just start telling other people, and then people start booking me for different things, and then it got to the point where people was asking me in plays. Now I'm acting, and I never wanted what? to. Act. I never wanted to act. So wow. now I'm acting. Uh, last year I was in a play. We was on tour on a play, and I was the lead character. We was traveling from city to city. It's called Devin. I was playing a crooked pastor, and I was the lead character. And so I was on tour for a year, touring, uh, touring with a plate. I never wanted what, to act. What an upward spiral. Like I, never, <laughs> I never wanted to act, you know? So it things just start happening for me. And the things that I didn't never plan on happening, but I told my manager, whatever comes my way, we're not turning it down because we need all the money. And then from doing that, not putting myself in a box with just music, uh-huh. other things started happening. And I started and I started being able to make money and, and, and be self-sufficient and take care of myself. And that's, the, and that's the way it happened for me. Now, the thing about it is, if you're listening... You can take those exact tips and it may not work out for you the exact same way. Uh-huh. Um, timing is very important. You know, when I was doing it, the 
the game wasn't as saturated mm. as it is now. Mm. So my timing was better. I kind of was getting into the game. When I was doing it, it was no female host. Female host wasn't even a thing. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was like four or five of us who everybody was booking to, yeah. to oh. host everything in, enti- in an entire city. This was like 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. It's different now, you know, it, you know, which I like. I like the diversity. I like that women women are coming, coming uh, becoming a part. And I'll tell you about the event that I created for that. But, um, but now I'm at the point now, at 41 years old, I'm like, now, the bell. He don't look 41. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at 41 years old, now I'm at the point where I just want to help black people, where I, where I want to use my resources and the things that I've done and the things that I've accomplished to be able to give back and be able to give people a platform so they don't have to, so that I can make that gray area shorter for people or give people oh, a leg nice. up or, yeah. or, 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 you know, let me go through it so you don't have to go through it. You know, let me do it so you don't have to. Like, and that whole thing. Hopefully, that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and I'm not saying that I'll be able to just hand give you a show or, or make you a rapper or make you a singer but I have enough resources in my life now where if you need help you come at to me but you have to be a hard worker the thing is that people want these things these 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 magnificent things and they don't want to work for them you have to work hard I worked hard I worked hard and didn't get paid for it for mm-hmm. a very 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 long time With that instant gratification yeah exactly so I had to <laughs> so I had to do things from a confidence standpoint with not a lot of personal confidence Make music and things like that. Mm-hmm. Even talk to women. With, how can I talk to a woman with eleven dollars in my pocket? What can I offer a woman with eleven dollars in my pocket? But I had to. I had to build build this this, this network. Know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I did. Fake, <laughs> yeah. So I make fake it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was like, um, for me, that was that was my that's kind of my my way mm-hmm. the way I did it. You know. Mm-hmm. So now I'm. Uh, I, I just call myself just a host. You know. I don't like to. Put, if I had to put myself in a, in a box, I would say I was a host. But I'm more of an entertainer now because I do so many yeah. different things. I still I still want to do the acting. I'm still I'm doing a lot of writing now. I'm doing different things where you really can't put me in a box. And I'm here to help. If, you know. I'm I'm, always, I'm just here to help other people, especially if they're black. Not just black people I want to help, but I will, I, you're more likely to get help from me it's if you're okay black. It's okay to say that. It is yeah. okay to you're more, say that. You're more, you're more happy to get... You're more the like, culture cure. Yeah. <laughs> you're more likely to get help from me if you're black. Because they because people, even the hierarchy of, 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 of economics in the way the, 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 the corporate world is set up, people hire people who look like them. Mm-hmm. So if all the higher-ups are white people, you know, of course they're going to hire people who look like them, but we need somebody to be like, at, the, at those at those positions or wherever to say, like, let oh, me help people, like let me, me. Yeah. accept people. Plus, also people have to um, understand, fully understand what their measure of, of success is. If your measure of success is money, something wrong with that. But you're going to end up probably empty for the most part if mm. your only measure of success is money. Mm. Don't get me wrong; I like nice things, like the next person. But what I have does not dictate the person that I am. Mm-hmm. You know, my measure of success is being happy with the person that I see on the other side of the mirror when I look in the mirror. I want to be mm-hmm. a man of integrity. I want to take care of my family. And I want my friends to be able to say, man, he's he's a good dude. And you know, he, he looked out for people. I just want to help people at this point in my life. Now when I was 28, 29, I was about to I had, you know, I was I about the cars and I, I, I went through that phase. So mm-hmm. I'm not knocking anybody who's going through that phase. You know some of the older older guys start hating on the young guys because they, oh why y'all showing y'all money We've all went through that phase, you know, mm-hmm. and we all get out of that phase at different times, just like the gray area. It's all, yeah. it's all different. There isn't a universal rule for any of this. You have to do what's best for you, for the you, for you. You can take advice. Yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with taking advice. There's nothing wrong with taking advice. But you have to do what's best for you because what's best for me, it may not be what's best for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, like, like you said, you, you, had a, you had a kid, right? 
No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you, I mean, you like, were mentoring. Me. I was, yeah, I was complaining. Yeah. Compl- yeah. So people Everyone would get kid free at this okay. table. All right, everybody. Oh, she got one. Oh. Yeah, yeah a, a dog. A dog. <laughs> I have a dog. So that's kind of that's kind of you my story. It. That's that's kind of my story. And um and, and and through that, I've got a I've got a chance to do a lot of a lot of really really cool things. I've mm-hmm. got to travel a lot of cool places. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of cool people. So. God forbid, God forbid it ever it ends, but if it ever if it ever does end, I can feel I can feel okay saying I did it my way. You yeah. know, and I had a ball. And I had a mm. and I had a ball. I had mm. an absolute ball. So now I'm now I'm now I'm um, kind of transitioning as I get older as into okay, what is the next so I am 40 years old, the first 40 were good, but now I'm on the second half and I want the second half to be better than the mm-hmm. first half. And how do I make the first half better? And I really, really do get a lot of joy from helping helping people, you know, mm-hmm. helping people. And that's kind of what I did at the at the the, the thing you came to yeah, the mm-hmm. club. So that's where I'm at now. Mm, excellent. Kind of to step back a little bit. Um so how old were you when you quit Sprint? Because a lot I of people don't one, know how yeah. like well, like when yeah. the age they yeah. were like, oh I'm not I'm too I'm too young yeah. I'm too old I'm right. too old. So the original plan was for me to go to the NBA. I was uh, playing basketball at the University of Detroit. And um, I thought I was going to the league. That didn't happen clearly. And um, so when that didn't happen, I didn't really have a I didn't really have a plan past that. You mm-hmm. know, I guess it just I didn't have anything planned. I was like, okay, now what? I happened to have um, the one of the women who were who was in charge of hiring for Detroit Public Schools was in one of my night classes, and she was like, "You need a job? We need black men." I'm like, "Yeah, no credentials, no nothing. You're hired on the site." Bam. So now I'm working at Detroit Public Schools out of college. And I was a counselor. They put me in a school. There was no women in the school. I was the only man. And when I mean no women, what I mean. What school did you work No at? men. It was Edmonton Elementary. It was oh, okay. it's right off of um, the lodge and like forest area. Mm-hmm. Right right beside the school was the deaf. Every, the whole staff was women. Teacher, assistant principal, custodians. Dang. Everybody was women. The custodians. The custodians. <laughs> custodians. I was the, literally the only man. So they would bring me all Shark the kids. I had, to just, I had to just talk. <laughs> Hello. Man. Women was trying to. Uh, bake me stuff and bring stuff, and it was like a. It was. It was, it was just. It was. It was crazy. That my, too. My mom, yeah. Was like, yeah. Yeah. my mom was like, "Just don't eat nobody's spaghetti. You good?" Oh so, my god! What is with that? Come on, man. Hit the bell. I've heard that. You've already like, went, you've already I've heard that. that. Okay. okay. Yeah, I've heard that. Oh, First of all, that's disgusting. I heard, I heard that in the church, so okay. I know it's real. It's real. It's a real thing. <laughs> so. Uh, I didn't eat anybody's spaghetti, but it was I was not equipped with the uh, with the with the tools needed to be able to help these kids with their emotional problems and their mm. own problems. I just wasn't I was I hadn't been through anything. I was twenty three years old, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, I gotta get out of here. So I, I did it for like two, I did it as long as I could for two years, but I was trying to save everybody. I was bringing my work home with mm-hmm. me. So if the kids were were sad, I was sad when I got home. It was just too, I, yeah. yeah. I was having too much. Of, it was too much of an emotional attachment. I was I wasn't old, old enough. So then my second job was Ford. I worked at Ford and I was working for credit. I was in charge of approving people for their loans. It was a, it was a, I was in a cubicle. Miserable. <laughs> Literally the most miserable time of my life. I guess I guess being closed in there my 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 natural You're creative. Yeah, mm-hmm. wouldn't let me do it. So I got out of there and the next one was Sprint. And then after Sprint at that point I was 28 years old. Mm. You I was said, like, that. I can't. This, this, I gave it a try though. Everything is not for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. College is not for everybody. Kids aren't for everybody, mm-hmm. you know. Certain things aren't for everybody, but um, you know, socially they tell you that this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You need to go. To jo- you need to go to college. You, you need get, to get a job. You need to get married. But those are those are social social stereotypes that have been put on us. And as traditions change, I mean, as the times change, traditions don't. Yeah, that may have may have worked in even the early 1900s, but. The way the world's set up now, a lot of those old traditions don't really make sense now. Mm-hmm. So those didn't change. So don't let anybody tell you that you have to do anything or you have to do it this way or have to do it that way. It's just the way that they think 
that you have to do things. You can do it whatever you want as long as it works. Mm -hmm. So you started this journey at 28. 28 years old and I'm 41. So 14 years. Wait, am I doing my math right? Remember, I don't like school. 13. Oh, 13. Yeah. So yeah, it took me, it took me that it took me and and then three years of being absolutely broke and miserable with no car and no nowhere to live. So what did you do during that time? How did um, you survive? Where did you who did you stay with? Couch yeah, surfing. Like where you, you couch surfing? I was couch surfing. I had some women in my life who okay. was taking care of who were who were helping me out during during that time. Um I had some good friends, I had parents, uh, you know, who understood and I told my mother I was like, she would thought I was crazy. She's like, you can't do that. You can't. I'm like, mom, I'm not going back. I don't care what happens. I'm not going back. So being broke was better than yes. than being there. Yeah. The freedom was better. Are you really free when you have nothing? Yeah, to me, I, I don't think, think you. About it. I don't if think you, you get any free. You have no responsibility. I think that's the freest you can ever be. You have nothing. You don't need nothing. Yeah, that need makes to, my palms. You just, sweat. you just need yeah. to eat. You gotta be tough. You yeah. just need to eat and have a, some roof over your head. Eat how? He said he had people. I mean, that was I know, him. but that don't work for. Well, yeah, yeah that's why I said everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes yeah, sense now. Yeah, because you thinking right now without a job, what am I supposed to do? Right, how I'm supposed to pay the bills, but to me, and this is just my personal opinion. And I'm not saying this to offend anybody, so please mm-hmm. don't take it that way. But a job to me is the amount of money you're willing to take to give up on your dream. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what a job was to me. Mm-hmm. Not to not. I'm not saying because a job to, could be somebody's dream. Because a job could, a job could yeah. quite possibly be somebody's dream. Mm-hmm. I know people who love working in cubicles. I know people who need the 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 structure, the, the structure of a job. Yeah. I, need, I need somebody to tell me when to get there, <laughs> when to leave, when to go eat. Well, you I, know, I ain't say all that, but but yeah, yeah. You know, in the essence, when you say you got hour for your lunch and that type of thing you know yeah. and it's nothing it's nothing wrong with having jobs also another thing that people do is people try to downplay people who have jobs and oh nine to fives and yeah. it's not the man listen i've heard I, that before if if, yeah. if this thing start, start slowing down and get bad I, I have a degree i will go back to work yeah instantly instantly yeah. i am not i'm not that guy i will go back to work i will work wherever i need to work to because I'm, I'm married now so i have to make mm-hmm. sure that i take care i have somebody else to, to provide for so i have to make sure yeah. that the things that i need my wife needs that i can do those things you know and that sometimes is sucking it up and doing what you got to do. You know? Your whole story showed like some like serious maturity, right? Because at first it was just you, right? Yeah. So you kind of like, okay, I'm this free spirit. I can exactly basically take these chances. Yes. But some people don't realize that, right? Mm-hmm. Once they get older, or you get in a marriage, they or you have children, like yeah, and then you like, well, I'm trying to follow my dream. Like, nah, bro, you should have did that like ten years ago when you were alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's easy. It's easier when you're alone because, like I said, you don't have another mouth to feed, or mm-hmm. you don't have somebody saying, "Well, we, we still ain't making no Somebody's back do. to watch, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. exactly. You, but for some people, when they do, when they do it when they're married, it's good because if that wife or that spouse is working, they can support. Important. They can support it. But she got to believe. That's got to be a she team. Gotta she got to believe. She got to believe. You got to stay with her once you make it, dog. Oh yeah, girls, fellas, or ladies, or ladies, ladies too, ladies too, fellas, ladies, whoever, human beings. If if somebody was with you while you were shooting in the gym and helped you. You get to that point, you can't you can't leave them high yeah, dry, man. They will, especially not for a white person. My <laughs> Please, <Lord. laughs> now, I do want to ask um, <laughs> because you mentioned this. Can you speak to where you pulled this confidence from? How were you able to just jump in and say, you know, I'm I'm going to take money for this service, even though I'm still learning how to do it, even though I may or not know how yeah. to do it. Yeah. Where do you pull some that people will be like, from? I don't yeah. know what the hell I'm doing. I'm not going to try. I've always, I've always <laughs> like okay, so school for me, I hated school. 
Okay, I didn't want anything to do with school. School was just a means to the end for me. What I mean by that was, I guess, I guess, I just went to school so I can play sports. That's all I cared about. So, what was the grade point? I, I needed a what? Like a two point five, two point zero to stay eligible. That's all I was getting. I wasn't doing anything above a two point zero. Mm-hmm. I just did whatever I needed to do to stay eligible. To okay, because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want, I didn't want school. Okay, what I realized in my older years is what is that I didn't like school. I didn't like what I was being taught. What I when I like what I'm being taught, I, I can listen and be and be observant. You know, so. What I did was whatever I wanted to do, I just started studying on my own. Mm-hmm. And But you have to have, to be an entrepreneur, you have to have a certain level of discipline. You have to have a certain level of, 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 of self-motivation, too, to be able to say, I'm about to get up and I'm going to do this today. You know, But now I can work from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. and it doesn't even feel like I'm working because I'm doing because what I want. I'm doing what yeah. I love. It doesn't even, it doesn't even kind of, it doesn't even seem like work. It also taught me the importance of money, financial wellness, because now... I don't have that every two week check coming in. I know it's coming in. I know how much it's going to be. Now mm-hmm. I got to go out and get it. I don't know where it's coming from. I got to go get it. I got to go get it. I got to go get it. And then when it come in, I can't spend it quick because mm-hmm. I don't know when it's coming back. It's coming I don't again. know if it's even coming. It may not ever come again. I may not ever get another check. So I got to hold on to it mm-hmm. and just pay what I need to pay. You know, every now and then treat myself to something. But for the most part, and it makes you understand the importance of money and and, and and why you needed to do do things because a lot of a lot of things that I was doing I was self funding too so I was taking the money that was coming in and just dumping it right back in, into myself I was investing back into myself yeah. so the return can be even bigger further on down the line but mm-hmm. you know cuz when I was when it was coming in a lot of it wasn't coming in but I knew I had to dump it back in there so now I'm getting headshots and there were different things that I need to make to to further mm-hmm. to further the business so it was hard to do it from that confidence I had, I had, to, had to dig deep and find it, you know. I had to dig real deep, and it was times where I was at my wits' end. I was like, "I'm going. I'm about to feel all to the point. I'm going on interviews, filling out applications to get back in the, in the workforce." And then after I get out the interview, I'm just like, "I'm not That's doing not this. For you, it's yeah. not for me. Uh, I just can't do it. I just, mm-hmm. I just can't do it. It just, it just wasn't for me, mm-hmm. you know." But my wife has a job, you know. She, she could go to work there, and she loves it. You know, mm-hmm. she loves it. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, it's, it's no golden rule to this life thing, man. It's, and, and don't let Instagram or any of these things influence you to think a certain way about how you should be living your life or the way you should be getting your money or what you should be doing, man. As long as the people that love you still love you and you're able mm-hmm. to provide for them, that's all you need, man. That's really all you need. That's really yeah, a satisfaction. And you know, the only thing, only my most prized possession right now is not something that I have physically. It's, it's a peace of mind. That's that's my most prized possession right now. It's a peace of mind. It's being able to know that I got I got my wife. I got you. You know, I, I'm doing well enough to I got you. You know, my family. I got you. You mm-hmm. know, that peace of mind and not having to worry about anything is is more important than to me than anything else. A peace of mind. Um, go back a little bit. You okay. um, said that you have a degree. What yes. made you go back to school? I did not. I finished. I played basketball. I, I finished. I, I did oh, all four straight years. Through. I, I went straight through. Oh, okay. That 2. What was your 0. major? Uh, communications. 2.0. <laughs> My motto was 2.0. C's and D's make degrees. Yeah, <laughs> and they do. One of your presidents was a C student. Yeah, exactly. Facts. So, yeah. and you know what? One of your presidents. Yeah, not mine. Every, <laughs> that wasn't my president. Every job that I had, <laughs> nobody ever asked me what grade point average was. They never They do. don't. Not one they person. Don't. To me, college is just a, a, a way for you to show people that you're that able you to see some something to completion. Listen, yeah. they don't, some of them don't even ask to see the degree <laughs> or the transcript anymore. Yeah. Like when you're first coming out, maybe, but now it's kind of like, do you have it? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of them ain't really doing They're a lot of no fact checking. Like, right. Because <laughs> Y'all know none. No, I. Oh, you talking about my friend? Yeah, Yeah, not me. I was about to say. Yeah, whatever. That baby playing with fire. It's working. She ain't been burned. Till she ends up in jail. Hey, (laughs) hey. Catch me if you can. Okay. 
But that is true. And I like how you pointed out that, you know, you don't know when the money's going to come back. A lot of people think, oh, I'm going to have my own business. I'm going to be an entrepreneur, so I'm going to be rich immediately. And I'm going to be able to yeah. spend this money and buy all of these exactly. things. But that's not really true. I mean, hopefully it gets to that yeah. point one day. But Yeah, I'm not rich. Of, Let's put that on. Let's put that on. <laughs> no, several he, years no, he, for businesses <laughs> to yeah. make He's a, like, he, make got, a he got the Bugatti outside. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but even the profit doesn't always mean that you're, quote unquote, rich. Right. You know, so yeah. it's not like, oh, I'm going to quit this job that I make, you know, 80000 or even 100000 mm-hmm. to go start my own business. And now I'm mm-hmm. about to be yeah. living lavish. That's not the case. Yeah, like, exactly. You have to be prepared for that. And you also have to have something that people want. Like at the end of the day, you got to because like he said, like this market is saturated. When he got into it, it wasn't many people doing it. And now everyone's a a host, Host. a promoter. Like, I mean, the person that's in their basement right now, they make a a, a nice, catchy tune, take it to most strip clubs. They get a couple people to like it. And now they can host every Tuesday at that strip club. So it's yeah, it's 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 not. yeah, Yeah, it's not. It's not. The way it was, it's not a struggle like you. Like you had to go, you you delivered your personality. You delivered who you gave them a show. Like you gave them something to want to be like, hey, y'all got something going on, my man. Is he gonna keep it going? Yeah. Like I've never seen one stuff like that though. Give gives long like you'll yeah. end up with longevity. Yeah. I've never seen someone because y'all know I moonlight everywhere have a host for their wedding. This brother hosted a wedding. I did. <laughs> Oh. A wedding. Uh, yeah, I've been killing the wed- wedding market lately. Oh <laughs> For all your wedding needs, you, host like, you know what happens? You host a wedding. People come and see me host parties, and they're like, I want this experience at, at my, my wedding. wedding. Yeah. You know, I yeah. want this experience at my wedding. So you're like, whoa, I want this to happen at my wedding. So that's kind of how I got into the into the wedding circuit. Thing. I'm in there working. Mm. I turn around. I might suggest I'm like, you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working. I turn around like, oh, you know the people? Mm-mm, I'm working. I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to get this check. Like, I think he met the couple yeah. that day. Yeah, I was there for the reception, and that's it. I didn't like. I got there at like I was trying. Well, he got there running a little eating. bit. Yeah, was, they was, was running a little little behind. So I was trying to get there after everybody was even done eating. I didn't yeah. want to be there for that part. Yeah. You know. So and I was in there for maybe two hours, mm-hmm. maybe three hours, and got on. That was my night. My, my, my night at work, and I was done. You know, wow, and nice. then the person who was the wedding player, and I think her name was Tish or something. something like that, yeah. She was like, "I'm just gonna, I'm a, whatever wedding I'm doing, I'm just gonna have them book you, so you can do it." So it has to be. You have to have good customer. You have to be good at your job first of yeah, all. Yeah. Good customer service. You gotta just treat people right, man. You gotta mm-hmm. treat people right. Uh, it was a hard. It was a hard crowd, and he he got them. He got them up. Yeah, it was got hard about the crowd. It was it was, a, it was a mixed crowd, but it was a lot of older people. Yeah, exactly. it was a mixed crowd. So they had a, a few young people in the yeah. in the groove that was kind of feeling it. But you had you know, I Susie over there like. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All this booty shaking. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, and it's it's like, you have to do your, like, when I go host, I'm like, no... Nobody's here to see me, okay? Because I'm, I'm hosting an event. Nobody's here to see me, but I'm going to make them remember me. That, mm-hmm. That's my, that's, that's my, okay? You're not here to see me, I know, but you're going to remember me when I, when I leave. You're going to be like, yeah. okay. And then through that, I hosted so many different things, man. So many fashion shows. I hosted Detroit's 313th birthday in Campus Marshall. It was like 7,000 people. It you doing crazy. this? You doing really? this year? It was they three one? They only turned three hundred and thirteen one time. No, no, I'm talking about the three one three day. Oh no, no, no. I'm, oh, um, I was about to say no, just. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying day. to. I'm actually trying to get out of hosting. I, 
parties. What? Just okay. parties. Just oh. parties. I'm just I'm getting to that age where I'm just like, I don't get it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. the music is changing, you know, so mm-hmm. but people Ain't still it? booking me. They're still booking me. So yeah. I'm I, I thank people for that. They still want me to be a part of their I'm just like, you know, I'm just I'm just over the clubs. Yeah, and I'm trying to pass it to the yeah, next plus, cat. Plus, yeah, plus it's I, I don't if at me at my age, I'm I'm if I'm working, I'm holding a spot up for somebody who can come up. I guess my one I want to plug you with too. He's uh doing this thing on Echelon. Okay. My, my, my young dog out there. Okay. He's he's uh he's their resident. So dope. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I want to help help different hosts. And and, and I, I'm I'm think, I've been thinking about um, starting a hosting academy. I was going to ask you, do you have like a parties. team? I'm trying, that's what I'm trying to work on now. Mm-hmm. Teach people, not just host parties, but host corporate events. Whatever you need to host, I'll, I'll be able to teach you too. If I can't do it, I'll bring my guys in who who, 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 mm-hmm. who also do it, mm-hmm. who can do it for you to help you. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a want. People want to be host now. Yeah. What is the, let's do this. Let's do three, five, ten years look like for you. Okay. Um, three, five, ten. Mm-hmm. Three, um, I will have at least two movies out in three years, written and directed by myself. Really? Hey, um, yeah. I'm, I'm an actor. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> one will be out this year. Uh, for my, and I'll go back to that. We'll revisit the okay. one I'm working on uh, now. So uh, two two movies uh, and a, a plethora of shows. That's my new thing. My new thing is is is, is black filmmaking is my new thing. Really? That's my new thing. That's my new thing I'm tackling. So I've been taking classes and talking to people. What kind of shows? Uh, I'll go. Let me get. Let me I, tell, okay, let me go ahead. And then I'm gonna go back and tell you all the different things. Okay, so that's the that's the that's the first three. That's the first three years. Just really just developing shows and, and shows and movies. You know, putting that material out. Five years is actually being more behind the camera and putting other people on, writing movies and stuff for mm. other people, and, and, and putting actors from Detroit and other places and black people in a position to be to to be able to succeed and do mm-hmm. the things they want to do. Ten years. Um, I want to be totally behind the scenes. Not even my face, not even be seen. You might see executive producer Ryan Dance that's working. it, yeah. and just signing checks and just and building a team to run everything. So I don't have to. So when people want me to come to their podcast, I'm not. I won't be sending me no more in ten years. Mm-hmm. I'm sending somebody else. All right, so we we blessed. I want to help whoever out. You know. Mm-hmm. So. What was your next question? I'm sorry. Shows. Shows. All right. I'm glad you asked. What okay. kind of shows? I'm a. I love TV. Okay. Look. So you love TV. <laughs> yeah. So right now I'm currently I'm currently writing a show called Rocket Mercy, which is about these two bounty hunters who go out and they, I don't I didn't want them to be cops because I wanted them to have a certain um, autonomy. Yeah, and be able to do certain move around through. I, I didn't want to be. It kind of puts you in a box when you when you yeah, do that. You so I have to write follow certain rules. police rules. You know, mm-hmm. bounty hunters are very very a lot looser mm-hmm. with, with yeah. things they can do. And, and, mm-hmm. and so it's just a, it's, it's about two guys. One name's Rock. Run, run, one name Mercy. But from the title, you'll never know that's what it is about. Mm-hmm. And they work for a, a a bounty hunting service. And every time they go out to catch these people, the craziest stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And it's not even always their fault, but the craziest stuff happens. So like a comedy drama. Yeah, action comedy type. Thing. Okay. And the, and the, and the, the guy who is called Unk, he's the over the he's over the um the thing. He's like, yo, I can't pay y'all because every time y'all go out and do stuff, y'all damage something. Mm-hmm. So I gotta pay for the damages, but mm-hmm. then pay y'all. So they're not getting paid a lot. But they also own like a black club, and it's like a place. I think it's like Harlem, and it's a club that all the celebrities come to, no matter how big they are. Mm-hmm. It's a really small club, and they come perform, kind of like New York Undercover. Okay. At the end okay. of that, so yeah. I kind of want to bring yeah. back that. Yeah, essence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of every episode, we got people, somebody coming in performing for okay. everybody talking. So that's, that's the that that's, okay. that's, wow. that's good. that will be out. Mm-hmm. Probably probably give me like a year and a half. Probably about a year and a half. About a year and a half. I'm getting the camera. What do, yeah. Like, how do you? Like, How like, do you write a show? That's letting, like, that, sorry, that's letting like, that creative free for the last know, 13 years. You don't have to go. You, okay, so I don't work for anybody. So when I wake up in the morning, I can just research and just start learning. So I just woke up and was uh, looked up on YouTube, script writing. 
was like, okay, that's how you write <laughs> TV shows. Oh, really? Oh, that's how you write TV show? Okay, cool. All right, cool. I got the I got the format. Bet. Now I'm gonna start writing. So how long does it take you to write one episode? Probably an episode. Probably a month. Probably a month. Of, of, of For just, an hour long episode. Yeah, only because you'll get to the end and you'll reread it. And like that don't work. That don't work. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, said this oh, I said this earlier. Sorry, I said this earlier in the show, and I can't. I gotta bring it back. So we just tying up the loose ends. But about a month. So this first, the first, the first is the first season is gonna be six episodes. So. Just making it all tied together. It's dope, though. I think it's That's dope. cool. I think it's dope. And then I'm at the point now in my career where I don't care if people don't like it or not. I'm doing it for myself. Say, where are so, you hoping to pitch this? Yeah. So my my thing, this is this is where I want to do with it. I want to put it, I want to also create a network, my own network. So I don't have to, I, I want to get to the point where I don't have to ask anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. Just put it out on my own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and the world, because of technology, is, is shrinking the it world. It allows you, you can to do, do that, though. Like that. Yeah. You know, but you got to be able to say, I can do it. And I, I've proved to myself I already can do something because to me, if I write something down on a piece of paper when I'm writing and then I'm be able to sell it to somebody, to me, that's like witchcraft because this is something that was in my brain that I wrote down. And now you're buying it. And, I'm hand, and yeah. now I'm giving it to you like, yeah, that's what I want it. And somebody's buying it. And I made it, found a way to make a living off of being myself. <laughs> it's witchcraft. It's really, it really is witchcraft. It really is. It really is. Like witch, it really, yeah, it really, really is witchcraft. You think about it. If I'm writing something down and passing it to you. That's in my brain. It's not like. I'm getting it from anywhere else. I'm just yeah. a thought that I had in my brain. Or if I come up with a concept for a party and people come, that's crazy to me because mm-hmm. this is just the idea I had and people believed in it and they're there. So I never take that part of the, the job for do granted you, ever. Do you think the belief is more so from the legacy that you've built? Because could I don't I'm not discouraging anyone, but yeah. that that same person is out here like, you know what? I want to do I'm this. I'm gonna write a show. They're not gonna be able to, yeah. to to put a party out there yeah, exactly. and be like, everybody come. Yeah. And they got they may have 2,000 followers, yeah. and they'll get two people at their party. Exactly. Um, I think that, of course, with uh, my, my my years in the game, if, if I've been announced, definitely helps my confidence with being able to do things. But a lot of people, people see your W's, but people don't get to see my L's. I'm still taking L's to this day. I, I'm, I've never stopped taking L's. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess my W's are bigger now than they were back then. Yeah. But I, but if, if you look at the at, at the, the chart, it will be definitely way more L's, more L's than L's. W's, you yeah. know. And a lot of people just see your W's mm-hmm. and judge you off your W's and not so much your L's, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, I think that um, for, you have to be confident in yourself. You got to believe. You got to believe what you're doing, whatever it is, it can ha- really happen. If you don't believe, it won't happen. And you will be shocked how many people don't believe in themselves. Mm. Like when I write something down, I'm thinking I'm about to get an Emmy or this is about to be on whatever TV. Somebody's about to give me a, a big check for this, and I'm not stopping until I get a big check. You mm-hmm. know, and it may not be the when I write Rack and Mercy, it may not be the first season that gets the check. Mm-hmm. It may not be. That's fine. Yeah, it may be the fourth season <clears throat> as long as that check come. As mm-hmm. long as that check come. Mm-hmm. Um, for my 40th birthday, I said I want to do stand up comedy. Okay, <laughs> never did stand up comedy day in my life. Okay. And I was like, but this is a bucket list. I think I saw that. I'm at the point in my (laughs) life where I can do whatever I want to do. I have the resource. I have the resources. Mm -hmm. I have the people in my life and I have the resources in my life to be able to do the things that I want to do for the most part, whenever I want to do it, whatever I want to do. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do stand up for my, bir- my my birthday this year because it was just something on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. Not that I want to be a comedian. Not that I want to get into stand up comedy. But there was an avenue that I want something I wanted to try. And with creativity, it all kind of goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So I just started watching like all my favorite comics who I thought I was funny. So I watched like Dave Chappelle. I like Hannibal Burris. I don't know if you guys know mm-hmm. who Hannibal Burris is. Yeah. Uh, I like that type of humor, you know. And I, I watched The Office, and I just would start writing. So when I first started writing, I was writing trying to make people laugh. And I was like, eh, it's funny, but it's not like drop dead funny, you know? Mm-hmm. When I threw that away and I started writing things that happened to, to me you? personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's when it got funny. I was yeah. like, this is what it is. This is how you make people laugh is be making stuff that's relatable and people can relate with. So the whole, my whole stand-up thing was about a, a cruise I went on with Trick Trick. You guys know Trick Trick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. right. yeah. I went on a cruise. It's so random. And that random? <laughs> I literally went on a cruise with Trick Trick, okay? So when I got on stage, that's literally the first thing I say, said when I picked up the mic. I said, so... I went on a cruise with Trick Trick. And everybody, everybody bust out laughing. Died laughing. I had them at the beginning. Right <laughs> yeah. off the jump, right? It was four, it was a four-day cruise. And what I did, the way I wrote it was, I talked about each day. So I was like, on the first day I was on, I was on a cruise with Trick Trick. This is what we did. But as I was telling the story, I was using that to actually tie in other things too. Mm-hmm. So the first day we went, I, we went to Key West and he was like on a bike, like a like a pedal bike, like a pink pedal bike <laughs> with a basket on the front. I'm looking, I'm like, yo, nobody would believe I'm in hey, Key West this Florida. It's <laughs> on a pink bike with a basket <laughs> in the front. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, but I never once pulled out. I never once pulled out my phone to take a picture of it or put it on social media because mm-hmm. I knew that wasn't the time. It wasn't. It was a, it was a moment we were kicking. And then mm-hmm. I went into the, the the illness. How social media can be an illness and talk about mm-hmm. that. And so then I get away. Got so far away from the trip, and you're laughing at that. And then I'd be like, on the second day, I was on a cruise with uh-huh. trip, and bring you right back. It's like, oh yeah, I'm telling a story about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the whole thing. I was up there for like 52 minutes, and I did an hour special. An hour special. That <laughs> was so good. Now it'll be. It'll probably be on Amazon at the end of the month. I'm not end of. I'm sorry. End of the year. What? Hey. 52 minutes? You got picked minutes. up by Amazon? 52 minutes. 52 I feel like I remember minutes. seeing the flyer for 52 that. 52 minutes. 52 minutes. 52 minutes. I was up there. That's so a I, long from, time. Yeah, and then yeah. from there, I was like, okay, I need I need something else to kind of go with it. You know, I don't, I don't want to just put this Where did you do this at? Uh, Punchline, Punchline Comedy Club. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. The, so use my resources. The best man at my wedding, Ty, Tyree Hager, is the owner of- Hey, tell oh, Ty. Yeah. I've been trying to Ty. get him up here I got you. forever, <laughs> okay? I get, you I keep him. dodging. He's the best, he was the best man at my wedding. He's the owner of it. So I was like, bro, I need, to, I need, I need it for a night. He's like, Say less. That's me. Just use my resources. Didn't have to pay anything. So wow. I would encourage people to use the resources that you have to 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 keep going. But you have to give back too. It's not just take 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 yeah. take 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 take. You have to give too. You have mm-hmm. to also be like you're you're like the fifth person that says like you can't just be the person to take. You yeah. have to be able to be like, well, this is what I have to mm-hmm. offer also. Exactly. Come with what you can yeah. what you can offer. Yeah. And then everything else that you're gonna mm-hmm. get is gonna come. Mm-hmm. So the second part of it was I wanted to, I was like I have to have something to tie everything together. I just can't put myself up there on stage and just be. I'm not like Dave Chappelle or all these people who can do that. So I was like, I got to have a story to kind of go with it. So what I did was I got all my friends who were around my age in a room, people with influence. So I was like, let me call these guys. I don't ask my friends for anything. So I was like, let me call them some favors and see if they're going to, if they actually come. So I called Trick Trick. He showed up. (laughs) My friend Rose Spit, who owns Burn Rubber Uh and everything. Uh, My friend Marv One, who is like the battle rap king Mm -hmm. of the world. I called Denine Porter. You know who Denine Porter is? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, formerly was in D12. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, with, okay. With Eminem. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did I call? Uh, Dwelle mm-hmm. showed up. And then it was 5'9". Okay? okay. And they, I, those are six people I called. And they all said yes. And they all showed up. And we did this thing at the Habana Cigar Bar. Mm-hmm. And we just turned the cameras on. And we just had a real nigga seminar. You say nigga? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> say whatever you want. All right. yeah. We just had a real nigga seminar. Mm-hmm. We just sat there and we just talked about, not about music. Because that's what you're expecting right, when you right. see those guys in the room. Yeah. We talked about being 40 in 2020, what does that look like to you? Being a black man, being this, being that. And that's what we talked about. We never even spoke about music. Just being father. Because most of them are fathers. Mm-hmm. And just, it, so we were, I wanted to give knowledge to the, to people. Not yeah. so much who was your inspiration when you were mm-hmm. to make you start rapping. You, those guys are doing enough interviews where you can get that information. Yeah, this was right. something where we want to kind of dig in the soul and kind of get to that. Mm. And then um, we took a picture and, and I don't know if you ever saw the picture, but then Royce posted it and then I mm-hmm. posted it and it just went crazy. Like all these guys in one thing. So then from that, yeah, I saw that picture. I'm going to combine those. Whoa. So I'm, so I'm going to combine 
yeah, combine those talks. So it'll be like five minutes of the talk of us talking, but the things that the questions that I asked them related with the things I was talking about in the in the special. So when I talk about that well, there, it'll go to the special when I'm talking about it on stage and then come back and then come back. So that's a two hour special now. Two about hour and a half. About an hour and a half. <laughs> so it's really like a it's a, a real comedy movie. movie. It's a real like it's a comedy. Yeah. It's a definitely a comedy movie. Yeah. But from that, I was like, man, so uh, when we put it up, we was like it's seven goats in the room. Seven goats. So I was like Seven Goats. It's a TV show, Seven Goats. Mm-hmm. So now I'm shooting a TV show called Seven Goats where I take where I take people from certain genres and I seven people. So uh, so we're shooting in two weeks we're shooting the chef the chef version. So it's mm-hmm. gonna be seven chefs. And and now these these people are opening up their kitchens too. Please shoot it here, but they wanna be able to mm-hmm. take the picture and say, We shot it here. Wow. So now we now I have a show coming out called Seven Goats where we're taking people from different genres. So, so seven different genres and then seven, seven different people. seven different genres, seven different people. It's called Seven Goats, and it's just talking I about not even about what they're doing, but about them and how they and how they balance being mm-hmm. who they are and their families and doing things like that. So I'm just Seven Goats. So that's a dope idea. But, I, but that's just something I that fell in my lap. That, that's just something that fell in my lap from just doing the other thing. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this could be a show, its own show, standalone show on top of this. Yeah. You know, not a, of course not an hour and a half. This people more like 35, 45 minutes, but yeah. you know. So Look, that's the just wheels keep turning. The wheels just I'm keep excited turning. for you. It's, yeah, I know, it's just and I want to see it. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's just creativity. And you gonna do a, a premiere? Yeah, of course. We're gonna mm-hmm. red carpet. Oh, you guys will be invited. Yes, Aww. you guys will be invited. <laughs> and I'm trying to make it where I, I try to make all my events free, the, the best I can. I yeah. really do try to make all my events free, the best mm-hmm. I can, because I don't want people to not be able to come get the experience that I'm giving because of financial reasons, mm-hmm. you know? And it's less of a headache, too, trying to put people on a list and all that. It's just yeah. one less thing I had to work Oh, because your phone is blowing up. Yeah, going right. Whoa, I'm out here. The security tripping. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's free to get in, come in, you know, mm-hmm. and and me and my friends have started so many different things. So my, own, my only goal is I just want to make dope stuff with my friends. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do. Me too. That's all I want to do is make dope friends with my dope stuff with my friends. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Me and my friend Rose Spit, we have a party called the Secret Garden. That's just we didn't even dis- okay, let me tell you what we did with this party. This is a true story. We just made a party that where we wanted to just play what we wanted to play and not play what the what the world thinks you're supposed to play. So if you go to a party uh, right my now, ideal party. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like forty yeah. it's like forty songs that's in rotation right. that every yeah. that every DJ plays and right. everybody go crazy like the first time they heard it. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Nothing wrong with that. If that's how you make your money, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Right. Make your money, get your money. Especially mm-hmm. black, get your money. Mm-hmm. Okay. If people gonna pay you for something, get, get your, your money. money. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. But we were like, we want something that we can listen to whatever the hell we want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Play whatever we want to play. There is no Come on, throw this on, throw that on. We'll play whatever you want to play. You're going to get what we playing or you can leave. Mm-hmm. But you, it was free to get in, so you, I, you can't complain. Mm-hmm. So we started it at Bosco in Fernie. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know yeah. Bosco. Mm-hmm. It was on a Saturday, right? They do. Yeah. We did it for maybe a <coughs> they? We did it for like what, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Nobody came. <laughs> okay? Are you serious? Nobody came. Okay, a year and a half we were doing this party. And we were just having fun. We were just like, let's go. If 10 people show up, cool. If nobody show up, cool. We're going to still yeah. play what we want, drink, yeah. have a good time. We didn't care. It wasn't about the money. I never been money hungry. I never been. I never. Ch- I never once chased money. Mm-hmm. I just chased That's what I wanted to do. That's the key to success. I just chased what I wanted to do. Right. Not the money. The money came. The money will come if you mm-hmm. do it that way. For me, you know. That that so, typically happens for well. I mean, you can't like to be a bum. Exactly. <laughs> think you're gonna get money so, too. So uh, no, yeah. no promoter in the city would throw a party for a year and a half with nobody showing up. Nobody. Yeah. But we did it. We did it. It was free to get in. So we was like, okay. 
Basically, Bosco was like, all right, guys, nobody's making no money. My staff's not making any money. We got to end this. Okay, so they ended it. We got fired for lack of a better word. So then we were just looking. For, we were nomads looking for somewhere to do this party because we still wanted to do it. Took it to Queens Bar downtown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did one there. Like 15 people showed up. It was like, this, that was like a lot of people. Like, oh, we all <laughs> banging it. <laughs> so, but they, but the 15 people that gained, they got it. They got it. It was like, oh. This is something you can go. It's the alternative to everything else. Yeah. So the next time they told somebody, the next time it was thirty people. Yeah. Then it was then it was sixty people, and then it just got out of our it just got out of our out of our hands, and then we couldn't even control it. It got so bad that I know you've been to Queens before. Mm-hmm. How little it is. It was four hundred people trying oh to get gosh. into Queens. Queens bar on the corner. We First shut the of all, whole corner if down. If I walked up, I would have left. Yeah, right. it was crazy. So <laughs> fire marshal pulled up with the sirens on. Every I, I, I've seen a fire marshal pull up. I've mm-hmm. seen a fire marshal come in. I've never seen him pull up with sirens on. Like wow. y'all got to shut this down. This is this is a, it's a hazard. You're going somebody's going to get hurt. Y'all, yeah, people. The traffic can't get through. This is a Saturday night, so they shut us down. But I was like, man, I was defeated. Like man, we defeated. We, it's over with. But that only made the legend get bigger that it got shut down. You know the party got shut down? Oh, it's crazy. So we had to we had to take like a three-month hiatus. When we came back, same thing happened. So we was like, man, it's just time for us to move. So yeah. uh, what we didn't know was that Deluxe Flux, which is like right across the yeah. street, mm-hmm. was the, looking at us like, who is that over there doing that? Because they're, they're, I guess their sales were low and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they knew we were looking for somewhere else, they jumped on it quick. We need y'all. We'll give y'all every – we'll give y'all – What? So now we're at Deluxe Flux. And we were the first African-Americans – yeah, I think hey, give that's all right. Did we go to your party? I think we did my birthday weekend. Man. It had to be. It was a ton it was of a black, black people place. there. Yeah, yeah. and there, yeah. it ain't usually a ton of black people yeah. there. And so, so yeah. and we and we kept it the same. We play what we want to play. Y'all play some good music. No, yeah. we play. We we did like fifteen minutes of Dipset like uh, like yeah. two months ago. <laughs> Who wants to hear fifteen minutes of Dipset? Probably but my birthday. It's so crazy <laughs> because we're on a stage. So we created. We not only did we make mm-hmm. a party, but we created a, a vibe. So we're on stage and we're actually it's actually a performance, mm-hmm. but it's a party too because we're we're singing the songs that you know. Yeah. But if we do the old school songs like New Edition, we do choreography. We do all the choreography yeah. and everything, all the steps and everything. We sing it and everything. It's crazy. So it's a. It's uh, it's one this Saturday. If you guys want to come, I'll put you on my guest list. You can come. Don't have it's, me in these streets. Don't yes. start me at a good time. Uh, so, but but only thing I didn't I know like about, about this corona, only man. thing I didn't like about Lux Lux was that they want they did want to want to charge. But I was like, we, we got to be the bottom, like five dollars. It can't be no more. Mm. So it is five dollars to get in. But um, but for the most part, we like to keep things free. Mm. But and now it's just it's huge. It's just enormous, man. It's it's enormous. So now we're getting calls from people from out of town who want to bring it there mm-hmm. and different. And it was never supposed to even be that. It was supposed to be party. something just for me and my friends to be able to. Just have fun. Play music. But, you know, we don't play any top 40. So if you come in that party here at top 40, you're not coming in. But we want to hear you. I'm with sh- that. Yeah. yeah. Sh- I remember that night. Yeah. Like, you want to hear your <laughs> Yeah. You're going to be like. Well, we were singing along. Yeah, like, yeah, I that forgot about time. this song. Yeah, that exactly. Really and that's what time. it is. We're playing on people nostalgia because you'll remember where uh-huh. you were, whether you were in middle school, high school, wherever you were, college, mm-hmm. freshman college year. College, doing that lean with it, rock with it. That's what, that's, and we just play off that. And that's what we play off. So it's just, I'm just. My thing, my whole thing was being creative, not doing what everybody's doing, and 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 and, and filling voids where there's no nothing there. Mm. Okay, my newest venture, which I just started last Saturday, is called Women Party Better. Okay, and it's basically Don't we? it's it's basically <laughs> <laughs> it's an event with only female DJs and only female hosts. Nice. No men will not or not uh, men are not allowed to work there. They can, of course, women, anybody can come. Yeah. But only, I'm only hiring female DJs and female hosts because there is not there is not a venue. That is doing that. That's mm-hmm. just hiring female DJs and female hosts. They may have, may have a female DJ once, or maybe a female DJ is hosting a fashion show or right. something like that. That's uh, so nice of uh, you to like actually yeah. care. Yeah. So I just want to use my resources to be able to do that and say, listen, ladies. 
come get come get it off because it's hard it's hard sometimes for women to have a voice mm-hmm. you know and in this male saturated business of of party throwing you mm-hmm. know and they think males throw the best but you know these some of these female DJs are amazing with Secret yeah. Garden one of the one of the DJs who work with us is a, is a, is a female Courtney Courtney she's amazing mm-hmm. she's not good for a female DJ she's just a good DJ yeah, period yeah. you know so she kind of opened my eyes to it like man some lot of women out here with a lot of a lot a lot of skill and so we did the first one this Friday it was packed it's completely packed to the brim it's crazy we hit capacity and it felt good and these women they felt good about themselves it gave them a mm-hmm. i can do this you know mm-hmm. and i'm and i'm not even booking the, the most most girls with the girls with the most Probably talent or the most yeah. followers it's not about that it's just about giving you an opportunity mm-hmm. yeah. here's here's here here is two hours for you to get your off right get mm-hmm. it off do whatever you want to do and people are going to see you because they're going to come because I'm a, my following helps, but you can have you can be a, you may not be a DJ in front of 200, 250, or three hundred people, but here mm-hmm. you go. Right. Yeah. That's Dang. Good. And that's then if you and if you don't DJ got it, you'll you'll gym. figure it out. You'll know then if you got it, you know what mm-hmm. you need to work on or get better at or what songs you don't have that you need to add to your arsenal so you can mm-hmm. have that so you be able to play that when you need to play it. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's a learning experience too. Yeah. You know, and it's called women. And women women get in free all night. Only people got to pay is guys to get in. I love female it. DJs, female hosts, two two wow. two DJs, two hosts. So I'm, I'm employing four people every night, where most people just uh, employ mm, one. one mm-hmm. and one. So and then I like want to make sure that we're paying the paying the most too. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we're paying more than the other venues are paying for DJs and hosts. Mm-hmm. So we so we're, we're, t- we're also taking care of the women too. So you, where is it at? Where, where Exodus, Exodus Exodus Lounge in oh, Okay. Town. So it's in it's in at, at one of the major clubs too. Not mm-hmm. even one of the throw off to the side right. nobody cares mm-hmm. about it's a main, yeah. mainstream club that we're doing on a Friday night nice so. I did want to ask you with all the changes going on downtown in terms of gentrification and that have you noticed any differences or any challenges <laughs> for what you all do well uh, I noticed <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot more white people that's for sure that's, that's for sure a lot a lot more white people but um, it's also what I do like about it is that Eight years ago, even maybe five years ago, downtown was a ghost town. Like nobody wanted mm-hmm. to go downtown. Everybody was partying mm-hmm. in the suburbs. Yeah. You know, everything was all the parties were in the suburbs. Yeah. So I do like the the fact that people are coming back to party in the city. I do I do appreciate that, and 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 also I appreciate um, the different. Uh, Diverse. I do appreciate the diversity. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't like when people say black events. I don't like when people say yeah. white events. It's just an event. You mm-hmm. know. Now, if I have a Juneteenth party, yes, that's for black people. Okay, <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will say. Yeah. I will say. That. I do have a Juneteenth party. So, oh, you know, oh that's what's up. There's certain things, but <laughs> but from just playing good music, I've gotten a, a, a rather large white following because of that. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with it. You know, come on out. But that party at the Lux Flux starts off as predominantly white. Yeah. But as Black people get in there, it's a switch, and yeah. it's like it, by like twelve thirty, it's all black people in there, and that's unheard. Oh, we know, we know. We, <laughs> I, I was like, I ain't never seen early. this many black people in deluxe yeah. flood. Yeah, exactly. I wish it wasn't like that though. I wish yeah. we could get to the point where we can just me too. But we don't listen to the same music, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I well, so, I do, sometimes, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, not the you whole night. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? You, Speak your mind. No. Um, Ron, we got to bring you back, man. This is a great yeah. conversation. Yeah. I love being here. Uh, Whenever like, you guys want thank me, you I for like coming. Yeah, like I said, the you. time flew by. Like it I did. looked at, it, I'm like, dang, we gonna is get it? out. Oh dang, it I'm did like, fly right. by. <laughs> I'm like, when you started talking, I'm like, we gonna he's 18. We gonna I'm get sorry. out of here quick mm-hmm. and look back down. It was 8:45. Yeah. Like okay, 
But uh, we do yeah. have to. Interesting story. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got yeah, an amazing yeah, story. Yeah. And yeah. we do have to. Um, go ahead. No. no, I was gonna say if I can help anybody who's listening, whatever. I'm at Ron Dance on all my social network. Just reach out to me. Um, I am very busy, so if I don't respond to you immediately, <laughs> I, I that doesn't mean that I didn't see it. Just give me, just, give me, just give me some time. He see it, but and I would like to use my resources to be able to help other people. You know, because people are doing it for me. Mm. My, you know, Trick Trick, Trick Trick has been an incredible person in my life. You know, I don't know what you guys think you know about Trick Trick, but this man is a humanitarian. He really is trying to help people do mm. better, and he's helping yeah. me out tremendously. This man produces my podcast. He produces my podcast and DJs on my pro- podcast. Wow. Yeah. You, I mean, you have to know that he's for free doing something like that. I don't have to pay him anything. So oh wow. Yeah. Unreal, unreal. Where are you shooting at? We shoot at his studio. He's like, because <laughs> I was doing it somewhere else, and he didn't like the way it sounds. He's like, nah, nephew, you ain't doing it there no more. Come with me. I got you. Don't pay. I got you. I'm gonna do everything. And so and hooked it up. So I want. So people who do that, he's not doing it because he wanted to check. He believed in what I was doing, mm-hmm. and we're two different. Because I'm not from here. I'm from Philadelphia. So we're two different guys. Really? Different background. Yeah, from North Philadelphia. Born wow. and raised. Yeah. So it's like two different guys from two different backgrounds, two different things. He got one thing going. I got one thing going. Nobody would ever put it together. Even to go on a cruise, it was just me and him and our wives. We just took our wives on the cruise. But I want to be able to do the same thing for him that he does. Well, how'd you end up here? Uh, yeah, I was school. Going. Next next time I come, yeah, school. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, we do mm. uh, want to take a moment for our new segment. Oh. Uh, okay. Health for the culture. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm here. Uh, we for have it. our resident uh, NP. Yeah. And uh, she does a, a segment. So with the corona, everybody drinking these coronas out here. We do want to. Uh, we do yes. want to have a little something, something. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so, again, this is Health for the Culture, brought to you by the Culture Cure Podcast and myself, Soraya, the resident NP nurse practitioner. Um, I know that the coronavirus has been in the news a lot and scaring people and making you aware, but I did just want to remind you all of some ways to prevent it, to stay healthy, and some signs and symptoms to look out for. Um as you may or may not know, our governor did declare a state of emergency. That sounds scarier than what it is. So I want to first just make you aware that really that is something put in place so that if any laws need to be overturned or if we need any immediate assistance, we can have that. So don't hear that and freak out because <laughs> it's more of a political thing, that, that term. But in regards to what we need to do to prevent it, Just like you all know, washing your hands, avoiding touching your face, covering your mouth, staying at home if you are sick, um, you know, just realizing if you can avoid crowds and avoid people who may have been immunocompromised or elderly, that is important. Looking out for fever, cough, or shortness of breath, those are usually the first symptoms. And another big thing is it's still flu season. Um, Making sure you get your vaccine. It really kind of irritates me just just a little bit to hear a lot of people just up in arms about this and, oh, you know, you need to stay in house and you need to do this. But did you get your flu shot? Probably not. So there are other things in place that you can do. And I want us to be healthy all year round, not just when something is in the news and being talked about every day. That's important. Same thing with your pneumonia vaccine. It's not just for old people. It's not just for babies. If you have certain um, comorbidities or certain things going on like diabetes, asthma, HIV, sickle cell, you also need to be getting a pneumonia vaccine. So pay attention to those things all year round. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay updated. You can go on michigan.gov slash coronavirus or cdc.gov 
a lot of these news stations I'm a little bit skeptical of. I always try to get my information from the source. So use that as well and stay healthy. That's it. All right. Well, we appreciate you. Not bad. All right, man. Um, definitely, definitely appreciate you coming through. It's been a long time coming. Yes. Uh, open door policy. Whenever you got anything going on, hit me up. We got you on here. It's no problem. Definitely. Let us know about everything you got going on. I am serious about the whole acting thing. Something I didn't tell them. What? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, I, I, I thought she was joking. No, I'm <laughs> no, he's uh, Something I didn't tell them when we, uh, I think they were, y'all was in Chicago. Um, I don't know if you've heard of, I forgot the name of the company. But they had like an open cast at casting call. You went, and I went. Good for you, man. Yeah, Good for I you, went. dog. Good for you. Um, this has been something I've been want, I've been doing or been wanting to do for a long time. But I've been a creature of structure, and I, I've never had the gumption that you had to be like, you know what? I'm gonna see what happened. What did you have to do? I had to do a, a monologue. So the monologue I did was, I woke up that morning. It was like the, it was like divine intervention. Um, I woke up. You know, everybody grabbed their phone. First thing, the and went to Instagram. First thing mm-hmm. I saw was their flyer, and I'm like. I'm gonna try to do this, and I like scrapped my day, and I was trying to figure out because like you have to bring a monologue, and I'm like uh, all my old stuff. I don't know if it's gonna fit. That I, old you know, stuff. So you've been thinking about this for a while. No, I've actually performed on several occasions oh. in different things. Yeah. Did y'all know that? Yeah. Yeah. They, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So, but it was when I was younger. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I haven't done anything as an adult, and um, I'm like, well, I, I know need... you're not about to say you remembered. No, I, well, wow. I did, but I didn't. I didn't think that fit. Oh. So um, I'm like, well, I need something impactful. What can I do? I went on there, you know, went on the internet, started searching different things, different monologues. And I was like, you know what? It's, I have a favorite scene from a sitcom. Yes. And <laughs> What, something from Martin? No. I was like, I have a favorite scene from a sitcom. Let's see if I can get it. I'm going to give you all two tries to see if you can think. It's this black sitcom. And it's well, I knew that. I would go when Will Smith's dad. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I knew it. Oh. Will Smith, when his, that's, that's a powerful moment. That's a powerful uh, moment. moment. That's a powerful, yeah. it's a powerful yeah. back moment. So <laughs> I found it, found and kept listening to it. Broke the, uh, the 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 speaking points down. Went over it. Went over it. Took about two hours, three hours. Got it down enough <laughs> where towards if I was to make a mistake, I know how to continue on. Uh-huh. Made a fake headshot. <laughs> cropped some stuff out. Check you out. Went to Kinko's, put it on some car stock, and went in there and did my Dedication. thing. And they, they liked it, and they I haven't heard anything yet, but they were like, "Oh yeah, we we gonna we'll be." Did they know Good what job. you did? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. uh, I, I I pitched it the same way. I, I said to you, I was like, yeah. "I'm gonna do this," and she was like, "Will Smith, you about to do Will Smith? You about to do Will Smith?" And I was like, "Yeah, good man." So, good. But then it feel, whether you get, I, I'm, of course you're gonna get it, but whether you get it or not, then it just feel good just to go do it. When like, I got in the car, I was like. I can't believe I just did that. I'm glad I came. Like, because yeah. I had a lot to do that day. And I kept telling myself, oh, no, I don't know. No, I ain't going to go. I ain't going to go. I ain't going to go. And I'm like, no, I gave myself a deal. And I said, if I can get this enough and I'm confident in my delivery, I'm going to go. And what I did, of course, you say I got tripod. So I set up a phone and I started recording myself a couple of times. I looked at it. I'm like, what's the worst they can say? Mm-hmm. You know? What's the, worst, shoot you. what's the worst they can say? <laughs> And I went in there, and you know those earth, old nerves came back. I'm sitting there, everybody going. It was a few people in there too, and it was it wasn't no like makeshift yeah. studio. Like it went in, there and I'm it like, okay, it got green screens. Like it was a legit yeah. setup. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, okay. So like, that gave me a little more confidence. Yeah. That's that, half the battle. You know man, what I'm saying? The like, courage to go do it. Just to have the courage. The courage is half of the battle. I'm, I'm you. seriously legit. Like that's what's going, up, Jeff. Yeah, and I always tell people I might not even be good at the things I do, but I'm just consistent. 
I don't even know if I'm good at them or not. I don't. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. But I'm yeah. just consistent, man. I'm just. I just keep doing stuff. I just keep doing things. Just keep doing things. Keep doing that's things. the word. Being consistent. Wow. That is. Yeah. That's it. That's all it takes. I'm telling yeah. you. That's all it takes. Just be consistent. That's keep doing it. to be honest. That was the brainchild of this. Like I, mm-hmm. I love media. I love being out in front of people. I love you know telling a story. And I couldn't figure out the avenue to get back into acting because a lot of people want money and time. And I know I probably need mm-hmm. to take some classes again. And I just couldn't figure it out. I'm like, I can create a podcast though. Mm-hmm. I could be yeah, I can be my unapologetic self on a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It can, and it can be like music was my I have that last third album when I started making I haven't made music since then. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And that was uh, 2011. Well, so many other things took off for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it was like, okay, all this other stuff makes sense. Even though I felt like I wanted to go back and do it again, mm-hmm. just because. And you may. But at my, it's at my own. It's at my own pace. I do things at my own. I do things when I want to do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do things when I want to do them, and that's what freedom is. That's mm. what freedom is. All right. Well, it's definitely has been our time. We really appreciate you all coming in. Uh, well, not you all. <laughs> we had really appreciate you coming in, Ron. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Jay. <laughs> we really appreciate you coming in, man. It's, like I said, open door policy. Um, hey, people, reach out. Like I, he's a man of his word. He's really ready to help. And yeah, yeah. No matter what you what you're trying to do, he's trying to help however he can. Like I said, uh, I've known him for a little while, going to parties. I mean, he always showed love. We didn't really like know each other, know each other. Mm-hmm. And then like the last few events, I chopped it up with him, and he was like. Tch. Say less. He didn't even know my full name, but it was like say less. <laughs> and then from there we've been chopping it up. And every time I see him, it's love. Like he he, he treated me like he knew me ten years ago. Yeah. Oh, there go my man's. What's good? Where you at? You know what I'm saying? And, and it's love. love. So you know, really reach out to him, and, and that's what Aww. it is. However, um, you got any last words? Nothing. Nothing. Stay consistent. Stay consistent. Yeah. <laughs> that all was, right. That was give your handles. <laughs> give your handles one more time. Uh, at Ron Dance, everything. All one word. R O N D A N C E is all one word. Hit me up if you need something. Um, come hang out on Saturday at the Secret Garden at the Glux Flux if you're if you're available. I also hosting um, co- co- uh, comedy Kavasi and, co- and comedy. When is that? At the, at the music hall. That's Thursday. Wow. Oh. And that, that's also free. All you gotta do is RSVP. And Daphne Springs is that a, uh, from Instagram? She's an Instagram person, mm. okay. a comedian. She's a, she's like the headliner. Okay. This Thursday so that's tomorrow. This, no, no, no. Oh. A week from March 19th. Okay. And that's also free with, with, with uh, complimentary drinks and everything. Okay. Nice. Like they do sit down and come hang out. So come hang out, y'all. Yeah, yeah I'm going to talk to you about that. I'm sure you probably plug with Kabase. We need some, yeah, we we need some sponsorship. <laughs> we, <gotta>, we, <laughs> we, we have a sponsorship. I do have a sponsorship. And where can we listen to your podcast? Uh, uh, you can go to Ron, the rondanshow.com. Okay. It's, uh, it's right there. Whatever you Apple, whatever you listen to it is it's all there. You can listen to the old episodes, new episodes, whatever. How often do you uh, put up a show? I do a show every Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes out every Monday. We record on Tuesdays. Okay. We record on Tuesdays and then it comes out. So if we record on Tuesday, it comes out the following the following Monday. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we record not in real time, but nice. we have time. So, um, it's cool. We'll, I'm only going to do it. I'm only going to do it from uh, this year. From We started around like uh, September was that Labor Day? Labor was a memorial, and then we're taking okay. summers off. Oh, okay. But this year, I'm going to try to do give my cast members spinoffs. That's my that's my oh, goal. Nice. Our show's doing our show's doing well. I want to give them their own. Their own How many uh, cast members? Yeah, uh, eight. So, Dead. Yeah, eight mics in the studio. I'm gonna try. Yeah, trick trick man. He just you got eight <laughs> yeah, mics. got yeah. it all. Yeah. So I want to now that I have the resources, I want to be able to put them in a position to mm-hmm. not only be on my show but also. 
to you know, because guess because I write the show, so what I think they might not want to do, but now yeah. they have a chance mm-hmm. to do exactly what they want to do. Is he producing other shows? That is there, or he's just just mine of his? He, you know, he has a show too, oh, Flies okay. on Radio. Mm. Yeah, he's yeah. on Shade Four Five. No Flies so, on. Okay. Yeah, so um, the plan is hopefully to make maybe make that transition to Shade Four Five with him too, if we can, if it makes sense, if it makes sense. But we're still mm-hmm. just working on just getting ours. Yeah, good. I'm good where we're at. My thing is, I don't need a big brand behind me. I like doing stuff. I like mm-hmm. having creative control, man. That's my. That's yeah. my. I have to have creative control. I have to. I have yeah. to. That's, mm-hmm. That means more. That means more to me than the money does. Mm-hmm. Creative control. Does. Yeah, I can yeah. see really that. You want to be muzzled. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a plan. You're doing a spinoff. I got some other ideas what I want to do with podcasts, but you know, yeah. just I, I mean, I'm in a position where I can roll, where I can roll the dice a little bit and, and try awesome. some new things out and try to fill a void. That's why I don't try to do what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Do something different. That's exactly what I try to do here. So. Yeah, nice. this is this is. I enjoyed it. You know, I, I've done a, I've done a lot of podcasts. It's not. It's not gonna say that because I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm actually having fun. It's, I've been at some sometimes, and I'm like clock watching. Yeah. You know, it's just like. <laughs> But this, it was a, it was a good ambiance. I felt the love, I felt the energy, and if if y'all give me that, I'll give it right back. You know, yeah. so it's that type of. And then me, me and you, our relationship yeah. too makes it easier too. Yeah. So, I, you guys, have a great thing going on. Appreciate it, man. Right. Just promoters, pushers. I will. Yeah, that's that's what we will. Let me know when, when my, I don't know if it, is it live? How does it work? It's live right now. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, we do it live, okay. and then I'll put the video up on. Um, It'll all come out probably by either Saturday or Sunday on. And send me the link. Yeah. But I'll post it. All right, Bruce. Oh, cool, all right. Thanks. Well, I'm sorry to help y'all. all right. Well, uh, again, appreciate y'all. See y'all next week uh, at Thursday. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is the Culture Cure. So this is your coach. You're going to be a part of the cure. Peace. Yeah, you all right? <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye, y'all. Get up, y'all. It's after nine. Yeah. First of all, you said.